Welcome everyone to today's Ohave Torah slash Haralabanon, Daf Yomi Shiur. Today's Shiur is Daf Kuf Chav Tet. We will begin, however, on Daf Kuf Chav Chet Amur Bet at the second Mishnah. Says the Mishnah, En miyaldin tov. Person is not allowed to birth an animal on Yom Tov. Birthing an animal means to actually make the animal give birth. Okay? But we could we could help him out, help it out. and you can birth a, a lady on Shabbat. You're allowed to call a doula from one place to the next. And you could break Shabbat for them. You could tie the umbilical cord according to Tanakama. However, Tanakama will not allow the cutting of the umbilical cord because he holds that once it's tied, it's not a sakana anymore. Mm-hmm. Rabbi Yosef says you can even cut. And all needs of a milah can be done on Shabbat. Okay. Says the Gemara. Ketzad Masa'adin. How do you help? What does that mean that you help? We said when you're doing an animal, you can help. Mm-hmm. Okay. Good question. Says the Gemara. Rabbi Daumer, Ochez et Havlad, Shiloyi Pola Aretz. He basically, according to the Buddha, you play catcher. And you catch it before it hits the ground. Mm-hmm. That's called Masa'adim. Got it. Now, that's a very low level of help. Mm-hmm. Okay. You could push at certain strategic points of the animal uh, belly in order that the, the, the baby comes out. To push the belly, you saying? Correct. Okay. Tanya We have a brighter that will support the biuda that you catch it. And you could blow in its nose to clear out the mucus. You could put the udder in its mouth in order that it should nurse. Amar Rashbag Rashbag says you could have mercy on a kosher animal on Yom Tov, meaning a kosher animal that gave birth. You could cause it to have mercy on its baby. How does that work? Hechi avid. How do you cause the animal to have mercy? You bring a piece of salt and you put it in her womb. Okay, mm-hmm. that means that putting salt in an open wound causes pain. Oh. Now, sometimes uh, kosher animals can forget about their babies and start not take care of them, and we need it to take care of them. So, in order to do that, by by reminding you the pain of labor, it'll remember the labor, remember the baby, and take care of the baby. Mm-hmm. So that's how that's how they do it. Okay. Or you could sprinkle the placenta water on the baby. She'll remember, she'll associate the smell of the placenta 
with the baby and then take care of the baby. Vidavka tehora. That's only if it's a kosher animal. But if it was a non-kosher animal, let's say you have a horse that gave birth. Guy has um, a man of war in his uh, one of those famous horses and it's giving birth. Lo, then you can't do it. My tama, what's the reason? My tama timealo. Oh, because a tame animal never forgets the baby, and therefore you don't need to do it, or almost never. Because if it does, it'll never take it back anyway. So there's no point in putting this salt in there because it's not going to help. It'll only help only with the tower baby. Okay. All this, now we're done with the babies of the animals. And we're going to begin now on the human babies. Inshallah, by many of the people in our Ohabe Torah, Amen. Uh, Daf Yomi extended community. Soon. Okay. Amen. Anyone who wants to sponsor today's class for an easy labor is welcome to call Carl Pindick uh, and put in the sponsorship opportunity. Okay. Let's see. We said that you could you could mialed the woman and you could call the doula from from Makom When we said that we when we said that you could Shabbat, what's that coming to include? We already said you could give cause to give birth. We already said you could call the lady. Mm-hmm. So what are we gaining by saying Mahal Shabbat? It's coming to include this Tanaran. It says let's say the lady needs a lamp, the lady giving birth. On Shabbat, her friend could light a lamp for her. Let's say the woman needs oil. I don't know what they would do oil for, maybe to uh, cause it not to not uh, avoid stitches or something. Mm-hmm. Right? She can bring it in her hand. If it's not enough in her hand, she can bring it in her hair. If she can't bring it in her hair, she can bring it in a keli. Okay? Amar mor. We said before, of course you can light the candle for her if she needs it. Why, why would you think you can't light the candle? How are they going to see in order to help her? Okay? Mm-hmm. The case is that the girl is blind. And since she's blind, one might have thunk, so, so therefore, she thinks that they need light. But the lady says, we have enough light. But, the, but she's nervous that there's not enough light. Okay? You might think that she's, since she can't see, we don't listen to her. The answer is no. It still calms her down when you lit it. Okay, when she when she knows it's lit, she's calm, and therefore you're allowed to. And and being calm, even she's blind. Even though she's blind, right? So some ask, how does she? So sketch her. Right. Right. Well, she's blind anyway. Yeah. Oh, we lit it. <laughs> Hold on. Okay. Good. No, but uh, but oh, it could be that she could tell. They, they they say that she could tell if it's lit because they're not groping on her. In other words, they could see what they're doing. If they, if the lights are out, then they're, they're feeling to see things. Yeah. Right. Right. Okay. Right. 
Svara Iika Midi Khazya Khabertev Avidli because she says if my if there's something that they need, they'll see and they'll tell me. But if there's no light, they're not gonna see and I'm gonna be in trouble. So she needs it and therefore you'll have a light even for a blind lady. Mm-hmm. for a lady who sees if she needs it, she needs it. Sure. Okay. So he said if she needs oil, you could bring it also. Okay? How could you bring it in the hair? Should be a problem of squeezing. This assumption over here is that when we say bring it in her hair, it means she takes her long hair, she dips it into the olive oil, and then she comes across the street, and then she's going to squeeze it out on the lady, she's going to get the olive oil that way. Most girls nowadays don't want to get it, but of course, if it's a Shabbat, you have to get it across. Right. They're willing to do it. They'll take it and do some shampoo afterwards. Okay. Okay. Rabba Verav Yosef Damitravayo and Sechita Basar. Both Rabba and Yosef hold that hair has no Sechita. There's no such thing as squeezing on hair. Because hairs don't actually absorb liquids. When your hair is wet, mm-hmm. these rabbis are holding that when your hair is wet, it only means that the hair, in between the hair, is trapped wetness. But the hair itself is not wet. And therefore, it's not squeezing, you're not squeezing anything out of a hair. You're, sque- you're just squeezing what's trapped in the fibers, which in, is okay. In between. Yes. Got it. Rabashi Amar, Rabashi seems to disagree. He seems to say that there is Sikhi Tavasan. He's not feeling that there is Tavasan. Even if you say that, that, you, that you can squeeze hairs, we're talking about here, we, 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 she'll take a jug and tie it to her hair. She'll tie a jug of oil to her ponytail mm-hmm. and carry it across. So her, her hair is, is actually dry. She doesn't right. need a shampoo afterwards. Right. But she's tying it to her ponytail in order to do it in an abnormal way and not be mechal shabbat by carrying across ocean bark like that. Mm-hmm. Okay? Okay. Because okay. as much as you can change, you change. Okay. A lady who gave birth as long as her womb is considered open, we'll see what that means soon. Ben whether she says, I need something, or whether she doesn't say I need something, we'll break Shabbat for her in order to get it for her. Hold on. Right? Mm-hmm. We'll break Shabbat. She, whether she said she needs it or she didn't say she needs it, and her friends say she needs it. We'll break Shabbat for that. Right. Nistama kever, but once the womb is considered closed, then, tzricha, if she says, then, ben amrat tzrichani, ben lama tzrichani, then you can't break Shabbat for her, no matter what, whether she says it or not. You if know it's what? closed. If it's closed. Okay? This is the strict opinion. Mm-hmm. Okay? Rav Ashi learned the way I just told you. That again, that, according to that way, if, the, if it's open, we say, whether she said she needs it or whether she doesn't say she needs it, but the friends say, we give it to her. Right. And if it's closed, whether she says, yes, I need it, or when she, whether yeah. both of them say, we, 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 don't, we ignore it. Right. Okay. Well, is the following. Omar Huda Mashmua, Chaya, a woman who just gave birth, as long as, um, as long as the womb is open, you can break Shabbat. Nistama kever, if, if the womb is closed, I'm not sikhani. If she says, I need, you can break Shabbat. If she didn't say, I need, you can't break Shabbat. 
right? So her. according to this one, what happened? We it said by her needs, right? In other words, while it's mutuach, either way it's open, and when it's closed, if she said she needs, we will break. But if she didn't say, and a friend said need, we don't do it. You have to. But, but but if she says she needs, even after it's over, we'll give it to her. Right. According to this, mm-hmm. okay. Now, which one's right? So Shmuel either is going like Rav Ashi or Morzutra. Morzutra is the lenient one. Mm-hmm. The machloket is only about it when it's closed. When it's when it's open, everyone agrees. Right. Okay. Amar le Ravina lemarima, Morzutra matin the kula, Rav Ashi matin chuma hilchatikaman. Mozutra is, is lenient. Rav Ashi is strict. Who do we follow? Amalei. So he told him, Halacha kemorzutra. Why? Safek nefashot lahakel. When you never, we're not sure what to do in a, a question of someone's life, mm-hmm. we always go with the lenient opinion. And therefore, being that Mozutra is lenient, we're going to follow him. Now, what is called womb open? When does it stop? The Gemara give three opinions. Now, these three opinions are very relevant also for a husband's law of how he can help the wife. Because once, once the kever is considered open, we assume that she's nida as well. So these three opinions are going to become very, very important. Okay. It's relevant to when we can mechala Shabbat for her, like we just said. Right. When you want to... And it's also relevant to when she's here. Right. Let's see. It says, Amar Abaya says, Misha Shitishev al Mashbed. Once she sits on that special table that she's going to give birth on, that's when we call her Pitichat, um, an open womb, and she is, uh, we could break Shabbat for her. This thing like fully dilated, is that what it means? I don't know, I guess. That's what it sounds like. Modern birth and old birth, I don't know when they sat on that stool. Right. Okay. Maybe fully died, maybe not, but when they sat on the stool, that's it. Right. Okay? Got it. Once she starts bleeding. Okay? Others say, When her friends are supporting her, which means... If the labor is so strong that she can't walk anymore on her own, that's when she's already considered. Okay. When she can't say, repeat that last part. When the when during a labor during a, a contraction yeah. is so strong that she can't stand. Right. That's considered pitichatakeber. Okay. Okay. Got it. Now these two opinions have a strictness I'm assuming that the latest point Abai is the latest point mm-hmm. sitting ready to, to pop the baby out right the earliest point it seems like is the Amrila of Rav Hunabreda Rishua which where he says as soon as the labor pains are heavy mm-hmm. she hasn't started bleeding yet necessarily and, she right. goes, and then she's already uh, mm-hmm. that, 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 could, that could come even earlier in labor sure now that's a leniency and a strictness it's a leniency in a way because already if she says, I need a light, light the candle. Right. You got to do it for her. Mm-hmm. Even if her friends say she needs it, we do it automatically. Right. It's a strictness because of Nidah. Nidah wise, it's a strictness. Okay. Now, I mean, the husband won't, that means the husband won't be, won't be holding right. her. Your exactly. friends are holding, not the husband. Right. Okay. 
Ad matai petichat hakever. Till when is it called petichat hakever? When does it stop? Amar Abaya shloshayamim. This is three days. So for three days, you can sit open and you can be a Shabbat for her. Rava Amar Meshmeid Rabbi Huda Shiva. Going to Rava, it's seven days. Okay. The Amri the others say shloshim thirty days. Okay. Good. Here. The Amrila here. The first word line. Okay. Vilamid. Shiva Amila Shoshim. Amri Naidai in Naidai say Chaya Gimel Vilamid. In Naidai they say this this Gimel Zayin Vilamid. There's three, seven, and thirty. Gimel went up to three days. Ben Amrat Shichani, Ben Amrat Lot Shichani. Whether she says she needs it, whether she doesn't say she needs it, we give it to her. Mahalo Shabbat. Zayin when it's up to seven. I'm not saying if she says she needs it, then we break Shabbat. I'm not saying if she says she doesn't need it, and then we don't break Shabbat. Lamid up to 30 days, I feel I'm not saying even if she says she needs it, you don't break Shabbat. But you could break it with a goy. In other words, you could ask a goy to do, you could do, I mean, not a akum, not a tell goy. Kidrav Ula braid of Eli. According to him, anything that a chole needs, yeah. a person who's really sick, you're allowed to do any of those things they go on Shabbat. Mm-hmm. Okay? With a goy. Yes. Mm-hmm. Even without a sakana, if the guy's sick, you're allowed to break Shabbat with a goy. You might not allowed to do it yourself, but with a goy, you're allowed to. Mm-hmm. Okay, so according to that, this 30-day lady, even though we can't break Shabbat for her, but she counts at least as a sick person enough to tell a goy. Right. Good. Amar Bihud Amar Shmuel. I remember once, my wife gave birth, mm-hmm. right before, right before Kippur. And the law was that if it's up to seven days before Kippur, Right. And if she says she can't fast, you don't have to fast. Up to three days before Kippur, even if she says, I could fast, you don't want to fast. And it was within three days, three days. and we, it was, so she, she, she ordered it to fast. Ordered, but now, if she was six days, she could have said, I don't want but she, the lady, the girls often like to fast anyway. But right. up to three days, we don't let them fast. Right. Dangerous. Yes. Okay, let's see. I'm a Rehuda Mashmuel. You can make a fireplace or a campfire for a woman who gave birth on Shabbat to, to be warm. You can only do it for a chaya, but not for a sick person. Right? You can only do it in the winter, but not in the summer. Right? Not true. Either one. If at all times, if they're if they're if they're sick, you could do it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Midi itma. From what we when we learned, 
If a guy gave blood, donated blood, or lost blood, and then he got cold, even if it's even if it's July, you still can make a fire for them because if it's dangerous, if they get when someone gave lost blood, you can do it. So this lady, of course, also lost blood. You can do it, yeah. Right. Shmuel Shmuel chopped up a chair to warm him up because he didn't have any other firewood and uh, he was cold and they, 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 they warmed him up even on Shabbat. Mm-hmm. I, I'm assuming it was on Shabbat. According to Behuda, they chopped up a table made of very expensive Yavne wood. The Rabbah they dropped up a, a, a stool. What are you doing? You're wasting a stool? I don't want to destroy my body. Forget about this. You're worried about destroying the, the stool. What about me? I'm going to go to it's worth it to even sell the beams of your house to buy shoes. But if you let blood and you have nothing to eat, sell your shoes. Go get something to eat. Because if you don't eat something after you let blood, it's dangerous. You'll note that after they, after you give blood, they always give you something to eat. Mm-hmm. You're saying sell your shoes even nowadays. to get food. Yeah, right. So, but now, even nowadays, you go today, to the bar. Yeah. I remember going to the bar. Yeah, I go to the bar, they give you a donut afterwards. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. What does it mean that you have to have food? Rav Amar Basar. Because you eat, you lost life, blood is life. So you put blood in the that's, put the life that's in the meat into you. Shmuel Amar Yain Suka Chalf Suka. You lost red, put more red in. Okay. Like the wine is uh, right. Like the mm-hmm. blood. Shmuel, become a Meluta on the day when Shmuel would donate blood. By the way, I always talk about donating blood. In the olden days, it was called bloodletting. They used to do it in order to make yourself healthy. Mm-hmm. It was considered. A way to boost your health. When you give blood, right? My assumption is that there's a rebound effect. After you lose blood, then you feel better after a while. The body rebounds. Okay. When he would lose blood, or donate blood, they would make cooked spleen. Yochanan would drink wine till his ears smelled like wine. He would drink until his spleen was floating in wine. He would drink until, until when, when you, you poked him, the wine would come out of him. Rava would look for wine of a three-leafed vine. 
Please be on the day that you lost blood. Tell your wives on the day when you give blood. Please tell your wives that Rav Nachman's coming to visit. Now, when Rav Nachman's coming to visit, this way they'll get a big meal and things things will work out. Because if they hear, they hear the rabbi's coming, they're going to get a good meal. Right. Ask the Gemara. Right. Vikula Arma Isuri. You're not allowed to sketch people. Except for these things that are allowed. Right? Guy who's doing bloodletting and he can't buy wine. He should take a, a zuz and he should go to a bunch of shops to, 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 to taste the wine till he drinks it if he eats. Why? Because it's second for short. Now he's going there to buy it, but then he wine tasting. But in other words, he, so he's go basically he goes to the store, yeah, and he says, "Okay, I tell taste the wine." So, okay, you like the wine? Yeah, I love it. Okay, here's here's my coin. Is what this coin? I'm not taking this coin. Okay, forget it. Right. <laughs> Meanwhile, you didn't really want the the wine. The, the, you wine. you would you you weren't planning to buy the wine anyway. You just want to get the sample. Right you want the sample that. just to move, but you're not allowed to do it otherwise. Right. Now the fact that you only allowed to do it for this. Sounds like this this concept of free samples is a problem. Now, in Costco or other stores, they'll sometimes offer you free samples. Over there, they're not asking you to buy. Right. But here, you're going in and you want to sample it, could be a problem. It's like a guy who's buying something and he knows, Rabbi, can I buy something? I know I want to return it. It could be, you see from this Gemara, that's a problem. Not so simple, right? The only right. letting the guy do it because the guy lost blood and he's dangerous for his life. Right. I don't know if the guy wants to sample out the, the helicopter. <laughs> I'm not sure if the... Uh-huh. Others say the company wants you to buy it anyway because they think that if you buy it, you might not return it. Not so clear. Yeah, not so not clear. clear. Let's see. But you see here, from this Gemara, you see clearly it's not easy. Right. Not like, oh, yeah, sure, buy it, return their what? No. Okay. You're not even allowed to go in and, uh, like, you're browsing. If you know you're not buying, that's something different. Maybe, we, didn't but, see, we didn't see that here yet. But I, isn't that the right? That's a concept. The ilo, let's say you don't have a coin. Lechul shav tamri uchmata. Eat seven black dates. Vlushu mishra betzida. Rub oil into your forehead. And sleep in the sun. That works. Once Avlat found Shmuel sleeping in the sun. Which means, you're, you're the wise men of the Jews. And you're sleeping in the sun, you're doing a bad thing, sleeping in the sun is bad. Right? How, how could something good come out of it? It's the day I lost blood, and therefore, by sleeping in the sun, it's going to replenish my vitamins, and therefore, I'm doing it. That's a good thing. It's not really true. There's one day during the year that going to the sun is good. The day when it's the Tammuz Tikufa, like we learned about Rosh Hashanah. For those who come to the Rosh Hashanah early morning class, 
um, there's one day called Tukufat Tammuz, which is the day when it's the longest day. On that day, the sun's good for you. Mm-hmm. So Shmuel sketched him because he didn't want to tell him which day is the good day. Okay? okay. Yeah, that's why he didn't tell him. Yeah. Hekel beruach tama shaya siman. Says Gemara. Rav Ushmul the Amit Shavai. They both say, "Call a mekil besudat hakasat dam." If anyone is lenient in having a suda after he has bloodletting, mekilin lo mezorotam in shemayim. In shemayim, they say, "You know something? You're lenient about that. We'll be we'll be lenient about your panasa." Veomrim veomrim hu al chayav lo chas anu achas alav. He's not worried about his life. Why are we worried about his life? And they don't take care of him in the Parnassah. So you see from here, a person who is reckless with his health often can lose Parnassah. Interesting. Rav Ushmul Amrit Ravayu. Haiman Avid Milta. Person who lost blood. Don't sit in a whirlwind. Dilma Shafile Umna. Maybe he took too much blood. And he cut him down to the vi'it. And the wind will pull a little more. Mm-hmm. He would often go do the bloodletting in a house that had very thick walls, seven and a half bricks. This way, it's such a thick wall, he won't be cold. One time he did it. And he was cold, or he saw it was weak. He saw that that half a brick was missing, and that's why he was cold. Rav Shmuel the Amitrei they both said, "Haiman the Avid Milta, a guy who lost blood, lito midi vahadalipuk. He should eat something and then go out. He lota imidi because he doesn't eat anything. Ipaga b'shachba yarka ape. If he meets a dead body, he'll turn green. Ipaga mandikatal nafsha. If he meets the murderer, meet he'll die." Ipaga, if he meets, turn to the page. But davarachir with a pig, kasher davarachir. It's bad for something else, which means he might get sa'at. Okay. Amar of Shmuel, Rav Shmuel, Amit Shavayo. Top line. Haiman David Milta, a guy who lost blood. Lishhi Purta, he should wait a little bit. Vehada likum, and then get up. Don't get up right away. This they just still do nowadays. They tell you sit down a little bit before they get up. Well, they get dizzy and they, they get uh, dizzy. Now I'm a worker. They said, There are five things which bring you closer to death than life. If you eat and you get up right away, shata if you drink, if you sleep and you jump out of bed right away. Hikiz dam, if you lost blood, and you get, well, you get up right away. And she was with a person has relations, and you get up right away. All those things bring you closer to death. Chas v'shalom. Amar Shmuel. Shmuel says, Pursa the dama called platin yomin. The time that you should give blood is every 30 days. Now, you should know that nowadays they also won't let you give blood. Unless you wait 30 days, it's dangerous. Okay? A person can't do it every 30 days. If That's what I'm saying. Ubena brakimi me'ayat. And when you're in between the times of your life, you shouldn't do it as much. Ubena brakim yachsor v'yamet. You should go back and lower it again. 
which means there's different when you when once you get to forty, you do it less. You do it every two months, and once you get to sixty, then you do it every three months. Amash Moshmul also said, okay, Pursa the Dama Chad B'Shabta Al Umali B'Shabta. The time to do it is either Sunday, Wednesday, or Friday. Aval Sheni V'Chamishi, but Monday and Thursday we don't do it. Why not? The Amar Mokas, the Rabbi said, Person who has his zechut from his from his parents or grandparents, he could do it on Monday or Thursday because he's not worried something will happen to him. Why? The rule is that the betin in this world is equal to the betin in the next world, and therefore, when they make sessions in the betin in this world, they make sessions in the betin in the next world. Is that on Monday and Thursday? You say? And since in this world it's Monday and Thursday, so therefore in the next world it's also Monday and Thursday, mm-hmm. right? Right, but and therefore you don't want to be losing blood on a day when they might check and say, "Oh, they're checking this guy out. This guy's running blood." Oh, not a good thing. That's not a good thing. Okay. Now, bitlata b'shapta on Tuesday. What's wrong with Tuesday? Because we just cook, cook, cook Monday and Thursday. Because right. but Tuesday is no bedin. So what's wrong with Tuesday? Mm. Because that's the day when Mars is in charge even during the day. Okay? A certain star called Mars is in charge and therefore it's dangerous. What do you mean it's also Friday? And therefore, why is it so then why why is it allowed on Friday? Since many people do it on Friday, Hashem. Hashem guards fools. From here we see that when something is dangerous, like like bloodletting, mm-hmm. but if everyone does it, everyone does it, Hashem doesn't necessarily cause, allow the harm to happen. Because it's a group. Right. Just like uh, a minyan. Uh... I don't know if it's a minyan or because everyone does it. Uh-huh. I know where Moshe Feinstein when he was asked in the 50s if you're allowed to smoke, allowed it based on this pasuk. Yes, it's dangerous, but shomim b'dayim Hashem. Same ideas here. Like blood, like bloodletting on a... Mm-hmm. Yeah. People say, it changed, not true. But, that's what they said. Mm-hmm. Okay? Says thing about further. How much more? Dalid duhu arba the fourth day, Wednesday, which is also the fourth of the month, Dalit, the fourth day, which is the 14th, or the fourth day, which is the 24th, or on the fourth day, which is Wednesday, where there aren't four more days left in the month, Sakanta, all these things are Sakana. So, let's repeat. Wednesday the fourth, Wednesday the 14th, Wednesday the 24th, or any day after Wednesday the 25th. Because 25th is, depends on how many days are in the month. But fifth, four, if, there's 20, if there's four days left, it's okay. But if there's less mm-hmm. than four, is no good. Mm-hmm. Okay? Got it. Now, Rosh Vesheni Lo Chulsha. On Rosh Chodesh or the next day, it gets you weak. Shlishi Lo, 
But on the third day of Rosh Chodesh, Sakanat, it's a Sakana. Malei Yom Atava on Erev Yom Tov, Chulsha makes you weak. Malei Yom Atzirta, if it's Erev Shavuot, Sakanat is dangerous. The Gazer Bananu Kula Malei Yom Atava, Mishum Yom Atava Datzirat. The rabbis made a Gezerah that you're not allowed to do lose blood on any Erev Yom Tov because we're afraid you might if we let you do it on Rosh Hashanah or Erev Pesach you might say oh what's the difference between Hashavot and Sakana so we don't let you do it on any, anyone okay Dinafik Bezika Veshimia Tuvach because there's a wind that blows and its name is Tevawah the E Lo Kiblu Yisrael Torah have a Tavach Le'el Besayol Demayol why? because if the Jews didn't accept the Torah, they were supposed to be killed. Every Erev Shavuot, the wind of killing is blowing. And that's why it's dangerous. Because Hashem was about to kill the Jews if they didn't, if they accept, accept, it. didn't accept it. Right. Okay, amazing. Mm-hmm. A guy ate wheat and then he gave blood. It didn't help really. It only helped for that wheat, but it doesn't help you. Okay? Honey, mm-hmm. That's only if you did it for the foie. But if you're doing because you have too much blood, it still helps. Some people used to do it because they have too much blood. Okay? If a guy let his blood, he should drink right away. Eating, you shouldn't do it right away. You should wait until the time it takes to walk half a meal. Ibailu, they asked the question, Drinking right away, it helps. But later, it's bad for you. Or later, it doesn't help, but it's not good for you. Because when you said to drink right away, what do we mean? Right away and later is bad? Or right away and later is just not helpful? That's what we're trying to clarify. You with me? Mm-hmm. Says the Tiku, we're not sure. This we don't know. Right. The Nafkamina would be, should you do it? I waited. Should I drink? The answer should be no. Because if we're not sure, don't do it. Right. Says Tiku. Mm-hmm. You're not sure. Right. Ibayl, who the answer to the question. Achwa same question another way we said you should wait half a meal before you eat mm-hmm. if, I, if I didn't wait is it bad for me or is it just not helpful Tiku Rav announced Kari Shvami Okay. What does that mean? He says, if they offer a hundred gourds for zoos, buy them. A hundred mm-hmm. animal heads for a zoos, you should still buy them. But, a hundred animal lips, don't buy them. They don't help you anything. Okay? <clears throat> now, the gourds, you buy them if they're cheap. But the lips, they don't, they don't, they don't, they're not nutritious. Amar Rav Yosef. When we buy Rav Huna's yeshiva on the day when the rabbis were there, were, were, were not there, 
Amri ha'idna yom ha'disvamihu. Today is the lipday. Veloya dani my comrade. I never knew what they said. Right, but now I know because lips are don't, they don't they're not nutritious. So when I say when I say today's a lip day, it means today's worth nothing. It doesn't do anything. Mm-hmm. Now we said in the Mishnah with the two dots. Now koshina yes. tabur. We said that in the Mishnah that you're allowed, you're allowed to tie the umbilical cord on Shabbat. Right. And, uh, and it was machloket. Some said you could also cut it. Right. koshina tabur. You could also bury the the sack, okay? The placenta. Mm-hmm. Because burying the placenta helps the baby stay warm. If you're a rich person, so you dip, you bury it in oil bowls. If you're wealthy, you put it in a sponge of wool. If you're a poor lady, you do it in rags. Okay? That you could cut. If, it's, if there's twins, then you could cut it. Okay? Why? My time, why? Because they, when they pull from each other, they could hurt each other. That's why you have to cut mm-hmm. it. Okay? Everything it says in the Tochacha, we do to the lady who gave birth. It says in the Tochacha that on the day when you're born, they're not going to cut the cord. And you didn't wash it with water, the skin. You didn't salt it. And you didn't swaddle the baby. Right? Now, what do we do? What does that mean? Therefore, we learn that you're allowed to do it even on Shabbat. Because it says you. You should do it during the day. That means on the day of Shabbat, you you, you help the birth. The Basuk says, the Basuk is telling you that you're like you're born and we're not going to cut the cord. From here we learn that you could cut the cord. We didn't wash the hand, we didn't wash your, your, your skin. From there we see that to wash the baby's skin when it's born, even on Shabbat. Here we put we we put salt on the baby on Shabbat. Okay, I, I guess we don't do that anymore. From here we learned they're supposed to wrap the baby up on Shabbat. It's good for the baby that they still do. They still wrap the baby after he's born. Hadnan oh. In seven and a half years we will be back to Mefanim. Hopefully earlier if we get time to review. Baruch Adonai Le'olam, Amen ve'Amen. Wow.